There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ready to start talking to your kids about financial literacy? Meet Greenlight, the debit card and money app that teaches kids and teens how to earn, save, spend wisely, and invest with your guardrails in place. Parents can send instant money transfers, automate allowance, and more. Plus, keep an eye on spending with real-time notifications. Join more than 6 million parents and kids building healthy financial habits together on Greenlight. Get your first month free at greenlight.com ACAST. That's greenlight.com ACAST. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. All right, Alice, Shattuck, Burn Barrel podcast listeners friends that's now right in front of you in the camera. oh yeah sorry just about that so i'm gonna know. change it in a second i just had to do that because i had to grab this right here from tim and canton sullivan's on castle island thank you for the t-shirt tim i have not tried to wear it because it's a double xl and i've been hurt before but tim no need to worry alice and i are officially on day one of awaken 180 which is the thing when they grab all the radio blimps and <laughs> make them uh, eat uh, certain foods. So hopefully in the near future. You know what this is? We've been following it very precisely. I've been like so, chopping vegetables and weighing them on a kitchen abs- scale and stuff. We so. are eating like like L.A. Uh, elites. So, But you know what, Alice? You know what this means? What does it mean? We've gotten rid, rid of food and booze. Now this is... Albeit temporary, but it's some months anyway. We've gotten rid of bad food mm-hmm. and bad booze. Mm-hmm. I am now viceless. Oh no! I have no vices now. Seriously. I think you still have vices. No, I don't. That's it. <laughs> That's it. All there is is booze, drugs, which I don't have, food, which I do have, but not anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, um, womanizing, which I don't have yet. <laughs> Stop um, it! Um, you have me though, right? No, no, it's but we hook up. Oh please, that's a freebie. You're the free bingo space. That doesn't count. Okay. Um, or, but here's the thing: is that now I am godlike. That's not true. This is what being flawless is. This is <laughs> not. You're not flawless. Yes, I am. I don't have any of the bad things anymore, Alice. What? Think about it. Think about the the the, the, bad, the seven deadly sins. Mm-hmm. Pride. Well, you mean like as in gay pride? I don't have that. I'm straight. You, well. Go ahead. Uh, so do you have humility, which is the opposite of pride? Yes. I know I'm wretched, Alice. I'm very upfront about it. 
I would say that you have, still have some places where you could do some. No, that's not true. I am complete. Okay, there's, let's see, pride, greed, greed, lust, gluttony. Um, what Define lust. Um, gluttony I don't have anymore. That's gone. They took that away. Define lust. <sighs> I think we all know what it is, right? Well, I mean, is that finding women hot? Well, I'm. I, I mean, technically, I would say that uh, use of pornography doesn't officially. What is, I don't use pornography. How dare you suggest that? <laughs> I'm just saying. What are you? How dare you slander me like that? You will be hearing from my lawyer, ma'am. <laughs> okay. Pornography. Stop that. This is a family show. Bringing us down to the depths. Just well, you asked me to define lust. How it could possibly, but. You asked me to define it. I wasn't but, the one uh, in the gig economy in 2011, coked not, out of my gourd, doing whatever it not true at took all. to get by. Paid for college outright. Ooh, that's, that not mm-hmm. that's not accurate. That's not accurate. I have no more flaws, Alice. All right. So I wish you wouldn't <laughs> say things what? like that about me. <laughs> like what? Because, <laughs> like any of that. Because what if people see that and think that it's true? Well, how cool would that be? That would be Wouldn't terrible. Wouldn't that be great? That would be terrible. I don't but, like the idea that people would think that that's true about me. To me, for me, it works totally into a, a fantasy but situation. That's, not is, a re- that's what I'm saying. Right. That's Yep, that checks the box for lust, too. I yeah, but you're the object of the lust. That's a lot. Yeah, but an imaginary situation that's not really me. It stars you. No, but it's n- that's it stars- not actually me, though. Isn't that's an imaginary stars- me. What? You're dehumanizing me. What do you mean? You you remain a human in these imagined <laughs> imagined fantasies? No, I remain a fantasy in your head, not a human. A human is another oh, person. Oh, talk about you can't win. <laughs> a human is what, another wait a person. So, wait a so I can't with fan- actual wait, wait, like hold on, hold on. Mm-hmm. So I can't fantasize about my own wife. Somehow that's a foul. You can't. <laughs> not certain. Can I remember fondly? Actual. I can't. Not certain. Not, Those... You can't imagine me in situations that I find offensive. <laughs> you prove what a pain! God, really? You're an interesting cat. I don't want you to imagine me in ways that I don't want to be imagined. No, in. I am. I'm imagining you in all the ways I want to imagine you. There's nothing you well, can do about it. What if I imagine you in offensive ways? Whatever you need to do to cope with the truth, please make any alterations, Alice. I beg of you. No, I please. like the real you. No, don't like the real that's me. That's what love is. Oh, no, you. that's why you messed up. <laughs> you messed up. On husband number two, you'll see the error of your ways on husband number one. Okay, so. Well, hopefully husband number two will be an actual person, not just a figment of my imagination. Yes, it will be a real person. No. Don't worry about that. And you'll be the alpha, and you'll call the shots, and you'll be like, okay. <laughs> okay. So, uh, can you please step on me some more? <laughs> um, so, Not a figment of your imagination, either. All right. I don't want to date this imaginary husband that you've cooked up for me. So, where do we want to start? Real stuff? Sure. Start wherever you want. Okay. Oh, no, we already did that last night. We did Blumenthal last night and Lindsey Graham last night. It was a, it was, it was a call churner today because of the IRS stuff. Mm-hmm. And it is interesting. There is a really good piece in the National Review that talks about this. 
what the IRS is doing here. Mm-hmm. And so let me read this. It goes like this. Um, so those who know how the IRS operates can guess what the plan is. And this is written by... Since I don't pay for National Review, I get a thousand pop-ups, so I guess going to close it. This is pay, but, which I should. If we could make some money, I'll get by it. By Joseph Bishop Henchman. Um, the, those who know how the IRS operates can guess what the plan is, since the IRS does it now. IRS officials collect mountains of data from employers, contractors, and financial institutions and feed them into the IRS computer. Any discrepancy automatically generates a letter sent to taxpayers. Tens of millions a year. I've worked with many taxpayers who have received such letters, with the ominous IRS logo in the top left corner. The letter states that the IRS has identified a discrepancy and concluded that you are guilty. You can either pay immediately or send in your explanation proving your innocence. Most pay. This is how the IRS expects to magically turn $80 billion into $203 billion. The primary goal of IRS management is to feed more data into the computer to send more automated letters to frighten payments from the taxpayers, guilty or not. IRS officials actually expect to be more successful. The Biden administration originally predicted a fantastic windfall of $700 billion from the $80 billion in funding. The Congressional Budget Office knocked this number down as unrealistic, but administration supporters are still saying more money is out there if we just take the leash off the IRS. Yeah. What's especially annoying, too, is that because they feed all this data, they know like 99% of what's going on already. Like they could literally just send you a tax bill for Mm -hmm. almost all people. This is probably what I would have told your CPA callers today who were taking issue with you is that really what the IRS should do is put all of them out of work and their fake little cottage industry that's entirely rent seeking. It's entirely just like it's a protection racket. They have lobbyists that pay to keep the stupid tax code this way and this hard. Who does? Uh, like all these H&R Block and TurboTax oh, yes. and <laughs> like because they have a whole industry built up on helping people do their taxes because it's too hard for people to do on their own. But the IRS collects all this data. They could just send everybody a stupid bill. And then if you disagreed or had a problem, you know, thought something wasn't accurate, you could write back, you know, but they have a whole lobbying thing where they you know, choose to do this, waste everybody's time and money on this stupid industry and and force people to pay so that the government doesn't come after them, which half the time they do anyway. Why don't we just start things off by the IRS telling us what they think we owe? Right. And then if we have a problem with it, we'll file whatever we need to to show that we think it's inaccurate. But I mean, like, Instead, now I have to pay like TurboTax or one of these things or whatever. Like, I know there's free file things, but mm-hmm. you better be darn sure you know the tax code inside and out. And like, who has time to go? I mean, like, I know some people who do make it a point to do their taxes on their own because they like feel that it's ridiculous that they have to pay for these services or for a CPA or whatever to do it. But like, I'm sure you're missing money on like write offs and stuff you mm-hmm. can do because all the TurboTax things have like little things that pop up to remind you check for this, look for that. Did you pay anything like this? Blah, blah, blah. You know, so. 
uh, it doesn't have to be this way. It absolutely doesn't. It like you could just return a form saying you agree and get your money back. Look, it's so stupid. It's so right. stupid. And I I don't know. I hate the whole industry. I hate the whole just like extortionist feel of the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And I it's something that like makes me so angry. So No, it's yeah. absolute bullying. It's tyrannical and it's bullying. And And now they're just getting, like, more agents to do more of what? And, like, meanwhile, Congress is going to keep passing dumb, complicated tax laws. Every time they, quote, close a tax loophole, it's changing something that they deliberately made that Mm -hmm. way on purpose for some other reason at some other time because it seemed like a good idea. I hate Congress. This is just going to make me mad today. Well, and also, (sighs) look, once again, this is what the Democrats are selling for November. This is the inflation Reduction Act is to have IRS people come after you. It's they better like, hope Putin reverses his price hike. Because- I mean, this is this is asking for this is asking for trouble. The Democrats. This is such to me. This this bill is is suicidal. I mean, for Democrats, this bill is just absolutely horrific. And I think. Um, new inflation numbers come out in a couple days, right? Don't they come yeah, up Thursday? Uh, I forget when they'd come oh, out, but yeah, we'll I keep think, an eye out for it. But, but I mean, it, whatever, it, it ain't good out there. And this is just just terrible. And the session's over. Everybody's going home. So this is like everybody's going home to run for for their offices at this point. There's zero time. Um, so, I mean, but, but I mean, these people are, it's it's disgusting. And that between that and then just, uh, if, um, you know, accusing uh big companies of doing this and that and this and that and like right and the corporate and by the way they got themselves their uh, cinema got her hedge fund right off in there well they needed her to pass it right so now the hedge funds like alden capital and other random hedge funds you know got their prize which is just it's fine it's wonderful it's wonderful hedge funds are necessary so um also this is in the wall street journal Mm-hmm. Uh, Democrats who passed the Schumer Mansion bill on Sunday voted to raise drug costs and health premiums for 220 million privately insured Americans. That isn't hyperbole. It's the inevitable economic result of Medicare drug price controls after the Senate parliamentarian this weekend struck the bill's inflation rebates. Democrats know their Medicare take-it-or-leave-it uh, drug negotiations, i.e. price controls, could have spillover effects on the commercial market. This was one argument they made to the Senate parliamentarian for keeping the bill's requirement that drug makers pay Medicare rebates if they raise prices on the commercial market higher than inflation. If drug makers must give Medicare steep discounts on certain drugs, they will compensate by increasing prices in the commercial market. As Connecticut uh, Senator Chris Murphy told Political, you can't untangle the private sector from the public sector. One doesn't work with the other. This is what happened in healthcare more broadly. Medicare has long paid hospitals and physicians below the cost of treating patients. To compensate, hospitals and physicians charge private insurance plans more, like our insurance. Mm-hmm. Private insurers, on average, pay about twice as much as Medicare for hospital services and 43% more to physicians. The bill's inflation rebates would have effectively fixed drug prices for privately insured Americans and were more punitive for drug makers than the Medicare controls because they applied to nearly all brand prescription and provider-administered drugs and four times as many patients. The Medicare controls will cover 60 drugs by the end of the decade. The CBO estimates the rebates would raise $62 billion over the decade. 
That's not chump change. Yet the Senate parliamentarian ruled that rebates violated budget reconciliation rules, which prohibit measures whose policy impact dwarfs their budgetary impact. Um, so, um, so it just makes sense. So there's right. no escape. There's no valve there mm-hmm. for relief for these drug companies. So they are going to have to make this money up by raising prices. Right. So they so this bill that's the uh But didn't the Republicans vote to not um to not overrule the parliamentarians thing about it? Like if they got 60 votes, wouldn't they have been able to put it on the private insurers too? Maybe maybe that was the Republicans trying to kill the bill. Is that what that was? Yeah, and I mean I think they think the price fixing is wrong in general mm-hmm. too that you'll have like what Lindsey Graham said that you'll have fewer new drugs, right? If right. you if you totally force them to lower prices on everybody. This will mean, this is a Wall Street Journal uh, editorial, this will mean higher premiums and drug costs for privately insured Americans. How is this supposed to reduce inflation? Another result will be higher employer health costs and thus lower worker take-home pay. Nice going, Democrats. It's a nice editorial, too. But, uh, let me just, there's only one more paragraph. Senator Majority Leader Chuck Schumer played down the parliamentarian's ruling and perhaps he thinks the party may even benefit politically. Now, if drug makers raise prices to offset the hit they take from Medicare price controls, Democrats will have a new pretext to mount another raid on the industry. Exactly. Which is probably what the, what the next move is. Because they'd they never, of course, take accountability for anything. No, I mean, it's never is... what we did. They, all the industries with the biggest problems and where companies do make the most money are all like hyper hyper regulated industries right like things like colleges or hospitals or whatever they have to follow so many rules and regulations and that's why these big businesses are the only ones who can keep up with all the government rules and so they end up being a monopoly and being able to do whatever they want it's so Mm anti-competitive it's whatever once again i hate congress they suck Mm -hmm. they're terrible Everything they do makes things worse. Like, I don't understand. I mean, I guess to some people, maybe, because the narrative on the left right now is that they're trying to say, like, this is good for Biden. Like, this makes him look better. Like, he's getting things done. He got the bill passed. Right. Well, well, that's what they're saying. They're saying Washington's working again. Right. And sure, it's working. But that's bad for us. (laughs) Yes. All of these line items are terrible for Democrats and Republicans. Right. It's terrible. So they're trying to make this thing happen now like there had been for a while these like dark maga memes um where like people were saying it was like the dark side of like the trump america first mm-hmm. whatever it was silly like idiotic 4chan trolling stuff but um and then anyway so now whatever young people work in the biden administration and think they're so smart and uh, and that they can fix this presidency if they do really cool things on the internet. They have decided to try and make dark Brandon happen, like to co-opt the let's go Brandon mm-hmm. thing and like post these memes of like, you know, Biden looking like Palpatine or with like laser eyes right. or yeah. lightning or flashing around it, yeah. him, including one that somebody put out that had like lightning around him mm-hmm. the same day that like three people died in a lightning strike right outside the White House, which I think is somewhat well, in poor you know, taste. Another roll one. Of the them, dice. I mean, who 
things are lightning strikes give me yeah another one like jack posobiec was tweeting like another one of them had posted a meme that accidentally reused something from 4chan that had like some nazi like ss right lightning or something yeah in it or something. Yes, yes, that's right. so they're not they're bad at this mm-hmm. basically even when it seems like they think they've found something that they're on to something they're just terrible at all of this, uh, you know. And then we have Corinne Jean-Pierre, who's supposed to be like the serious side of the communications shop here, tweeting out stuff about how how much the president's lowered gas prices after telling us for months that he he had zero control over gas prices. She's turned around and said he's now lowered the gas prices for us. Isn't he so brilliant and amazing to like still like double what more than double what they were before he was president, which is so unhelpful to us. Like if you want to take credit for the $4 gas, be my guest. I don't think it's going to be as good as you think it's going to be, but I don't know. I mean, like, I don't know if the massively bad and terrible consequences of this bill are going to necessarily be obvious by November is the only problem here. So I think they're just hoping that they like have something to run on now that they did all these wonderful things that they're touting that they can go home to their districts and say, look what I did. Isn't this great? And um, then they can. So this just passed the Senate, right? It didn't pass the House yet. The House is going to have to vote on it. Just seeing this video of Biden at the helicopter. Oh God. Yes, yes, he was oh outside Marine One today. Props to the Marines for keeping a straight face, by the way, during all this, as Biden is unable to put on his jacket and is, like, flailing around, and Jill has to help him, and then his glasses fall off. It's really, like, tragic. And, well, it is humorous because it's like a mr bean sketch of him like not even it's also extremely sad and terrifying because Mm -hmm. number one he's the commander-in-chief of the armed forces and the you know president of the united states which is a pretty powerful position and he's obviously not quite running his brain is not running as it should be and uh, and also, he's a poor old man who should be allowed to go mm-hmm. home and live out after a happy, terms, not th- well-deserved retirement. Uh, after, but in November, I think we'll find out. I think he'll he'll uh, say he's he's. Finito. You think they're gonna still try and stretch it till after like January twentieth, so that Kamala can get a full two? I mean, oh, well, they can't the, possibly the, imagine. Uh, Sunday shows were saying that that his time was after this after that uh, great jobs report would have been the time. Say, so, all right, there you go. Yeah, but I mean, like. I can't think that anybody in the administration still thinks there's a chance Kamala could win two national elections. Like, so no, why I think bother after, having I, her I serve he says, less than half he a term? Says that he doesn't run. He'll he'll finish out his term. You I think mean, he'll, fin- he'll intend to finish out his term? <laughs> I think is the situation. But I think <sighs> that he's the Democrats need to start running. So I mean, <laughs> Gavin Newsom in Beto O'Rourke, or Beto's <laughs> running for governor, but Gavin Newsom. Well, he won't be after November anymore. Right. Um, He'll be my friend back on Twitter, Kevin, uh, from Punder Review, says, last time it was hotter for longer in Boston. Guess what? Guess what, Alice? Last year? I don't know. 1911. Oh, wow. That's so right. global warming's real? That's right. Is it's that absolutely true? real. It's absolutely <sighs> real, and it's coming for us. Um, the only it, problem is it's not raining. So, Oh, by the way, I need to have a moment here to talk to my friends. My fellow Gen X men, Alice, okay. who these people, not me, but other people that you hear in the chat chat and who, who like Tim and Canton, for instance, mm-hmm. do have lust in their heart. 
Uh, we want to say uh, R.I.P. to Olivia Newton-John. Well, that hold on. Really sad. This is me and the guys right now. Oh, sorry. This was. Should I take my headphones? This off? was an important influence for Generation X men, kids at the time. This was an important influence, and the transformation of Olivia Newton-John in the end of Greece was a line of demarcation for two different thought cultures out there. There was the pre-last scene Olivia, the sweet and nice one, mm -hmm. Sandy, or the... Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Spandex clad sandy at the end most people who live lives without sin like myself would say that we prefer the sweet sandy um but um but uh yes my my, my man and i all uh we all acknowledge that she is a a notable figure in our young lives and a nice long life not that long 73 but it is sad. She's totally iconic and awesome. I mean, what's and better than a really cute Australian? I mean, or the men, too. You can have the men, too. <laughs> Alice, maybe your next husband will be an Australian man. Grab one of those, um, the guy from uh, Vacation 6 or whatever, showing the remote. What's that? Travis, Tran, what's his name? Stone. Stone. Remember the scene? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you should say. I'm more like a Hugh Jackman person, I think. If I'm I doing Australian would be honored men. if Russell you moved Crow on to... Russell Crowe is also good looking. Russell... Really? Well, you is do like not? him fat. <laughs> what? Nothing. He's so <laughs> fat now, but that's that's good. Which brings us, Alice, to we've got a problem here. <clears throat> you know the, how I, I went... I was on Fandango all last weekend trying to get tickets for Batgirl. <laughs> I know. Which was going to have uh, Michael Keaton... Do like a short appearance, I guess. Do a yeah, short appearance. I don't appearance. think he was going to do that much. That's right. And I was all excited because I love, um, I love uh, the entire fr the franchise, everything that's off the franchise of Batman. Mm -hmm. I call it the what do I call it again? The uh, DCEU, I think. I guess so. I call extended it, universe. That sounds expanded right. Expanded or universe. That's right. I'm a huge DCEU fan, so I love all of those okay. things, those superheroes things, and they never get. To me, they're, each one is more original than the next. Um, but uh, So it's been canceled, and now they are reporting, Vanity Fair reports, the Variety reports, that we've got a problem. How Batgirl acting and James Franco's Castro casting highlight Hollywood's persistent erasure of Latinos, which is, I agree as well. 
it wasn't a great week for Latinos in Hollywood. But I'm sure many of you knew already. Let me tell you. Between the Warner Brothers axing the release of Batgirl starring Leslie Grace, HBO Max canceling the coming-of-age comedy series The Gordita Chron- Chronicles, and James Who Frank... Who doesn't love The Gordita Chronicles? Wait, that's right. And James Franco being cast as Cuban, director, Cuban dictator Fidel Castro, Latinos are being mercilessly discarded and overlooked. Tell me something. How's the cast of The Gordita Chronicles uh, doing? How is... Um, What's her name? Uh, Leslie Grace doing. Has Have they I been just mercilessly fine. discarded or are they filthy rich and in Hollywood? Yeah, and I'm pretty sure she still gets paid for making the movie even though they ax it. I mean, not like bonuses based on how well it does and stuff, but she wouldn't have got those anyway if what the audiences from the test screening told them are any indication because apparently what happened is that they test screened it to a few people and said, like, we can't even put this out based on what they're telling us right now. Right. You know this thing is going to end up getting released here somehow because the woke idiots are going to complain about it. In this article that I had sent you about this, mm-hmm. one of the people quoted, um, and I can't remember if it says it in the actual article or if I click through to the to the tweet thread about it, but they were saying, like, we knew the movie wasn't going to be the next Citizen Kane, but we just want representation. It's okay to be... Like, they're going to complain and pressure the studio with their woke nonsense until they put it out on HBO Max or something, which is where it was, like, destined to go anyway, I think. So they're going to get this apparently atrocity of a movie put out. I hope they do. I hope they do, okay. too. It's going to be just like... You know what it's going to be like? The fir- Well... It's a historic first. It's the historic first Afro-Latina DCEU superhero movie. That's right. And, and nobody will see it. And, just and it'll like, win an Oscar. And just like the historic first uh, black mm-hmm. lesbian immigrant woman uh, press mm-hmm. secretary, it's going to not be a credit to historic firsts at all and do damage to the concept of historic first and undermine the ability of studios to hire people like that again because it's going to do so terribly and they're going to want to shy away from the whole thing the whole controversy the whole mess of it and just make normal movies that people want to watch right and so she goes on to say and when we thought it couldn't get any more ridiculous a headline that reads like an onion article emerges james franco to play cuban revolutionary fidel castro in indie film alina of cuba one, does that read like an Onion article? Not at all. <laughs> Two, the size and eye-rolling were significant. Sexual misconduct allegations and recent settlements aside, still believe cancer culture exists. I found myself Googling Frank- Franco's ethnic roots. Nothing creepy and racist about that at all. <laughs> I just need to find out your full genetic composition before I form an opinion about <laughs> what I feel about you being in this movie. Uh, I I found myself Googling Franco's ethnic roots to see if I may have missed if the Portuguese-Swedish-Russian actor had found newfound Latino roots. He does not. Wait, isn't Portuguese like a type of uh, sort of Latin? Isn't that? Uh, I, I would think so. I think that counts as something. I would think it would. Right. But, okay, I don't know how all the definitions work now, so, uh, okay. Yeah, well, I mean, not, but, Castro but, looked like... But, well, here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. Weren't we well, told on, that some on, Hispanics are white? Before you go any further, was the thing about Castro that he was a Latino? <laughs> was that the mean thing? Okay, word association. Fidel Castro, Latino. <laughs> 
Is that, is that uh, yeah, some people would have gone with murderous Cuban dictator. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Why not let the white guy play him, by the way? Wait, you pays with chump. We'll have somebody cool play Desi Arnaz. I mean, that was also a problem they complained about in there because Javier Bardem played Desi Arnaz. Oh, the, oh God. The, I'm, you're or serious? Whatever. I think so. Oh, I, my they goodness. They had some problem with that, too. I. Whatever, it's so ridiculous. And what's made more ridiculous is I just sent you in our like show prep chat that link to the Marilyn Monroe movie trailer mm-hmm. where Ana de Armas is playing Marilyn Monroe in this new like artsy movie about Marilyn Monroe. We've played this on this air, haven't we? I don't think we did this on this show. I think you did it on your radio show, maybe. Really? We never did it here? I don't think we did it on our show. I think you did it on your show. But... I don't know. Can you just because I just want to draw a quick contrast between how that is treated by Hollywood. Marilyn Monroe, who I believe was not Hispanic at all or Latino or Spanish speaking in any way, shape or form. Um, And they have this young woman who seems very talented playing her. What's her name? Ana de Armas. No. A-N-A? A-N-A space D-E space a-r-m-a-s i just sent you the link to the trailer though in the but i have the mp3 somewhere it's called blonde um, right yeah the movie's called okay blonde. here we go this is this trailer really bothers me it's really a, it, it's really a awkward it's how trailers are now they're really awkward and spooky it's gonna play in a second here i think the movie is meant to be like super edgy too about Marilyn. like but really yeah miss monroe it's time You get your start. Maybe. What start? In movies. Tricontinental. But diamonds are a girl's best friend. I guess I was discovered. Okay, that's enough. But like, I mean, that's fine if you want to make a movie in which your actress playing Marilyn mm-hmm. Monroe has, she's Cuban, I guess, this actress that mm-hmm. has a pronounced Spanish accent. Mm-hmm. Like, nobody would care except for the fact that you guys whine constantly that you're not represented in Hollywood and that white people are taking your roles and that people should just play people of their own race, color, creed, whatever, sexuality, uh, gender. There's... There's no leeway for any of that in the other direction, but somehow, like, Marilyn Monroe can be played by... I mean, I'm surprised they didn't have, like, Viola Davis playing her, to be honest Mm -hmm. with you. Because it's so, so, like, blatant and in your face, the whole thing. Like, it's Well, but also, they have her looking like Marilyn Monroe. So, if Viola Davis played Marilyn Monroe, but as Viola Davis in her own style, etc., then... We okay, so you're trying to do an adaptation. This is not an adaptation. They've got this lady, Anna, whatever, all dolled up like Marilyn Monroe, right? Who's doing her best to speak like Marilyn Monroe? Yeah, because she's she, doing like the wispy, but she voice can't thing. act, so she can't get rid of the ac- accent. So they obviously it was an it was an attempt because they have her looking like her. She couldn't deliver and get rid of the the accent. Marilyn Monroe didn't. So, so now. I feel not like only, they could hire a coach or something. So not, they to, did. They didn't pan out. So, not only now do we don't allow actors to 
act. It's not about acting. You have to. It ha- these identity has to be the character. So we've taken the actors out of uh, out of um, assuming the role of characters, like right. they want to take James Franco out of being the Castro. Castro. But now we've taken the acting out of acting. So now, like this person playing Marilyn Monroe, who they're dressed like Marilyn Monroe, is falling short now. But it's so important that a Latina play her that it doesn't matter. But sh- it's this is right. This is not good. Disney also has a Latina playing Snow White, which again is fine, and she can look like her. But then don't come complaining to me when James Franco plays Castro, who also I mean, like we've all been explained to in a annoying way many times that latino is an ethnic or hispanic is an ethnicity and not a race and that you can have like afro latino people and like when george zimmerman killed trayvon martin that he was a white hispanic remember that uh-huh. which was a phrase that had never appeared in the news before until that day but you know he was then a white hispanic so it was it was okay but like is castro not a white Hispanic, if we're going to start using that designation for people. I would, I would, I would have thought he was. Because he but, seems kind of like, I mean, I could totally see James Franco playing him and looking like him. Sure. I, I don't get what the problem is here. I think we should just let people be in movies and let studios make movies. By the way, maybe the Maryland movie will be good. Who knows? That like, was an excellent catch on the James Franco Cuban thing. What do you mean? Uh, that, that, that he's... Portuguese. Portuguese, yeah. I would think that that's like kind of close to Spanish, so I don't really see the problem. But I guess that's like conquistador blood or something. But like half the people in all of South, like everybody in South America has a bunch of conquistador blood. Like it's all mixed now, you know. But why are we doing like a genetic test anyway for people to play parts in movies? If the director and the studio want to make the movie with this person the way that they look playing the role of whoever they're trying to depict, then why shouldn't they just do it? You know, why? I don't... This whole, like... One of the respondents says, Castro was of European descent. Maybe I'll let you do a a sub-stack on this. Okay. Castro was of European descent, a white Cuban, as they are called, from the Iberian Peninsula. Portugal is part of that peninsula. Franco is part Portuguese. Moreover, he even looks like Castro. <laughs> he does kind of look like Castro. Like I, I mean, <sighs> sorry, but Ca- Fidel Castro wasn't ethnically Latino. Both, uh, both. Sorry, but Fidel Castro. But a bunch of big name people complained about this, including I'm going to mangle saying his name, like Guzamo, like Guzamo, mm-hmm. yeah. I used I always I always kind of liked him, but he's a really bitchy about the racist stuff. He's he's just like he's really into it. That's his... uh. but, you know. I don't, it, a lot of people have really great and charmed lives and have had a chance now to claim victimhood retro retroactively, even though they're multimillionaires and will never have to. You know, it, it's the moment. You get paid, you know, $100,000 to fo- post something on Instagram. You you lose credibility you, to claim victimhood. Exactly. You can't do it. It's not allowed anymore. 
Oh, speaking of which, uh, I, this really isn't actually that related, so it's a bad uh, transition, so I'm sorry about that. It's not a good segue at all, but uh, one more Well, you've barely drawn attention to it, Alice. That's fine. <laughs> My professionalism really showing through mm-hmm. right now. Um, so the big story in the Boston Globe right now, did you see this? Yes, yes. Is oh, I, knew, are, I thought it had already been uh, adjudicated, actually. But. Oh, yeah. So it, this did happen a while ago, but they just did a big piece on it. Mm-hmm. Um, where in Massachusetts now, we have to get a new state flag because our state flag depicts a Native American and there's like a little hand with a sword above it. It's the state seal. It's a stupid flag. A better reason to get rid of it would be that it's a stupid looking flag and not, and nobody knows what it is or like. Nothing should be gotten rid of within five years before or after George Floyd <laughs> nonsense. I mean, sure. Yeah, but the bad reason to get rid of it is that it depicts a Native mm-hmm. American, which is apparently re-traumatizing uh, first peoples all over the state mm-hmm. every time they have to see it. Um, so in May, a special commission voted to recommend replacing the state's seal and motto and by extension the Massachusetts state flag, a dramatic turning point for a symbol whose roots date back to 1629 and the chartering of the Massachusetts Bay Colony. Some might struggle to recall the emblem, which includes a Native American figure standing below a broadsword brandished by an upraised arm. But activists and members of the state's indigenous population have long objected to the image. One critic called the image the last state flag of white supremacy. We've always referred to it as a sword of Damocles, said chairwoman of the Wampanoag tribe of Gayhead Aquina. These are generational fights. It is a long time coming, said Andrews Maltese, a member of the Special Commission on the Official Seal and Motto of the Commonwealth. But the Volunteer Commission's unanimous vote masks sharp divisions, as some members worry the recommendation constitutes historical myopia. This is the flag that crushed the Confederacy, and now to say that it's a racist symbol, I'm not buying it, said retired Brigadier General Leonid Kondadiuk. 17,000 Massachusetts soldiers died fighting under that flag. Meanwhile, John Peters Jr., executive director of the state's Commission on Indian Affairs, says he quickly regretted his vote. I was kicking myself, said Peters. When I look at the flag, it's like a true depiction of what happened to the Native people here. Oh, man. Oh, we're in a weird woke battle royale. (laughs) They can't figure out which is the more woke Mm -hmm. option, to get rid of the Indian or to keep the Indian. Um. Designed by illustrator Edmund Garrett, and the current seal draws on the original seal of Massachusetts Bay's colony. Um, so he, it's supposed to be the broadsword is supposed to be the um, American. It is and, remarkable yeah. how good progressives in 2022 know so much more about the realities in the ground of 1630 than the people in 1630 did. Mm-hmm. It's so interesting how enlightened we are now, and then we were just morons. Everybody now, all these great progressives, they would have been just simply extremely benevolent to each other and ceded land mm-hmm. over to each other and said, you know what, it's okay. You can uh, have this area where all the deer are. I'll starve this winter. And get this. On the figure, the designer added a belt based on one said to have belonged to Metacom, the Wampanoag leader who fought colonists during King Philip's War, mm-hmm. a bloody conflict of the 1670s. So Metacom, also known as King Philip, was beheaded after his death by colonists. 
well, missing was, any other context right. here? Yeah. He was did. a savage murderer. Uh, he was the Osama bin Laden of um, <laughs> of the King Philip's War. And the very much like 9-11 surprise attacks on women, oh, children. whole villages were animals. burned away. I mean, if I were a Native American, I would think, who was mad about colonists being on my land, I'd probably like having Medicom on the state flag. Yeah, but so is he's on it now? It's Well, the, the figure is sort of standardized, but the belt mm-hmm. they drew on him is based on the actual belt of the actual Medicom. On the one that on we the have now. On the current flag, yes. That bastard. I want that one gone. I'm with him. I'm with... Uh, you You want it gone now because you want you don't want somebody who committed atrocities against Shattuck's all across the state. GD right. To be I want to go testify. Flag. I'm testifying. <laughs> if you do that, wanna, they'll definitely keep I'm it. I'm going to testify. I am victimized by this. This is violence towards me. So, yeah, uh, Native Americans have found the image offensive for years, but uh, it gained momentum in the summer of 2020 following the murder of George no, Floyd. Really? <laughs> I'm shocked about that. All right, let's just do a couple of... Uh, we only have a couple messages anywhere for the, uh, for the chat chat. Are you ready? Let's go. T.S., I could not disagree wow. with you more about the Alex Stein latest at CPAC. I mean, think about it. What if you showed up at Awaken 180 and they said, mm, nah, you're not one of us. Just saying. Ouch. Vicious. Tim and Canton. Speaking of surprise attack, Tim and Canton, the Osama bin Laden of this. Wait, I'm uh, confused, though. He said he disagreed, but he thought. So was he, But he was saying, what if you showed up at Awaken 180 and they said you're not one of us? So does that right. mean that he's agreeing with you or with me? Um... Because I'm the one who said they shouldn't invite in reporters who aren't, who hate them. I don't know. I also, I, I mean, I, I don't know. He you went on a charm he, offensive with the t-shirt and then viciously attacked me. Maybe mistakenly. Maybe I was. Uh, I thought paint- maybe he's, it sounds to me more like he's attacking my position than yours because you thought Alex Stein was mean and terrible. Correct. I'm going to move on to the next one. Okay. Okay. I just like to add a little color. <laughs> Is that what that was? <laughs> Well, technically, I believe his parallel may have been flawed. I'll show you why. Just come to the whiteboard. Hey, Tom. Hey. Just wanted to say have fun at Fat Camp. Thank you. Looking forward to the shows where uh, hangry, calorie-deficient Tom is just miserable (laughs) during the broadcast. Also, don't become like an Al Sharpton or an Al Roker where you just turn into this spindly little sickly body (laughs) trying to support this giant easter island head <laughs> you'd rather you might as well be fat happy and unhealthy than skinny unhappy and healthy <laughs> easter Take island. Care. he is right about that man sharpton looks like hell he was he had it going on in about 1988 he was fat as hell he was a good 375 he had track suits beautiful big hair that was it who's the other person he said Roker. Oh, Roker. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't like that either. Get fat, Roker. You're never, you'll always be fat to the, to, actually, it's funny. Roker's been thin now for such a long time that the last time I lost like 100 pounds, which is like in 19, uh, 2020, no, 2002 or right around there, mm-hmm. just a lot of weight where I went from fat to, my friend just, call, Mike called me Roker constantly. <laughs> so this is very difficult for me. You look like Roker. <laughs> I'm not Roker, I'll have you know. But yes, we're going to see. We're going to do this for a little bit and see what happens. You know, you know what's the worst, right? I'm excited. When is dinner and what can we have? We're having it right now. You can have eight ounces of a meat. 
And each... And two cups of vegetables. All right. How much is eight ounces? Um, It's like two quarter pounder hamburger patties. I can work with that. It's a good start. I have my kitchen scale ready to go. I'm going to weigh whatever you make. Make sure that you don't go overboard. I have several approved sauces that you can measure a certain number of tablespoons of to have healthy fats in your diet and two cups of vegetables. So you're going to be very pleased. Anyway, uh, if you want to leave chat chat messages, you can do that at burnbarrelpodcast.com. There's a red button there you can use. You can also write us burnbarrelpodcast at gmail.com. Easter Island now. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hello, this is Danny Pellegrino, host of the Everything Iconic podcast, and I'm here to tell you all about Splash Refresher, because hydration is mandatory, but boring is not. Now, I love my water, but if I don't spice it up, I'm not going to finish what I took out of the fridge. That's why I love my Splash Refresher, which is flavorful, delicious, bright, hydrating, and zero calories. The wild berry flavor is my fave. No, wait, is the pineapple mango flavor my fave? You know what? All five craveable Splash Refresher flavors are my fave because they're so delicious. So get hydrated and enjoy it with Splash Refresher. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most. But if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.